vessel, salt water fills your lungs. They burn with it. Your fingers are clammy and cold. And around you, the water shifts and pulls you up and down, up and down. What you can see is only darkness. You don't know if you're in the temple or if you were dragged to the portal beyond it. All you can feel is the burning of your lungs and your head starting to become light. What are you feeling right now, emotionally, Cecil? Well, Cecil... Considering that water is Cecil's... You know, water above their head is Cecil's biggest fear. And... You know, at this point, it's already happening. And so inside Cecil's head is sort of almost this resigned, I kind of knew I'd go out this way. And for a moment, there's a brief flicker of, at least I'll get to see my dad. Cecil, your vision, even in the darkness, starts to go blurry. The water filling your lungs starts to collapse them. And then, in the briefest moment, where all is about to truly go black, you see a shining light. At first it is a tiny pinprick, and then it grows larger and larger until it's in front of your face and it's all you can see. A glowing golden Raksasha beetle. This one as big as your head. Its wings flicker in the water as if it's in air. And then, its light starts to swim and spin around you. The waves of water start to part and shake and twist in spirals. And you are pushed forward. I think for a moment, inside Cecil's head is... You're not supposed to be here, buddy. Buddy. Gosh, that's a Hudson thing. Anyway, you shouldn't be underwater. The light of the beetle transfers to you. You can feel the warmth in your skin, in your bones. And then it goes to your chest and settles and sinks in beneath the surface. You feel its wings thrumming in your ribcage, not in a disturbing way, but almost like a second heartbeat. And then it stills. The light of the portal swallows you.
Ollie, you're the first one out of the portal. You fall through onto the ground, and for a second you're confused. It looks like you fell on concrete. Little droplets of water spiral around you, and you look up and around, and you're in Bachelder Park, right underneath the fountain of Eris Bladeshorn. It is night, the stars shine above you. I am still transformed? You are still transformed. Um, okay. Ollie's going to look back towards the portal and uh confused like about what just happened and uh kind of like desperate to make sure that all of his friends are okay he's gonna like try to get back through the portal as you get your bearings and try to jump through the portal that's the exact moment that suri with win atop her head biting her scalp and Hudson carrying them both come through, almost falling right on top of you. Oh! Oh! Oh, hey, buddy. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. And then Hudson's gonna just collapse. <laughs> oh. Uh, so Hudson goes down, and Suri can't even, like try to save herself it has nothing to do with how she's being carried she just doesn't have the energy so hudson collapses and the best suri has is to try to kind of roll off of, uh, away so that she doesn't hit him when he goes down and then she just lays there in the grass yeah we're we're great um Ollie looks completely torn between whether or not to help up Hudson and Suri or to go back through the portal and is just like looking back and forth like who needs my help more right now? Hudson is face planted on the ground and he just gives one very weary thumbs up. Where's where's Cecil? I was going to ask you that. They pushed me through. Um, I don't know... They were right behind us. Wait, 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 wait. The other one didn't make it through? Huh? Uh, we have to go back. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm coming. Uh, Hudson's gonna like, kind of like push himself up off the ground. I don't know if the portal's gonna go two ways, but... We have to try, though. I, I didn't say we shouldn't. Let, look, y'all. Let me go through. Okay. Wynn starts to go towards the fountain. Uh, Hudson's gonna get to his feet very slowly, very, uh, he's obviously fucking knackered. He's gonna pick up Wynn and, and put him on his shoulder and just kind of like. What, 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 what? I, I'm, I'm not going with you. Like, no, like. We're going. We're, all he said we're going. We're gonna get, we're gonna get Cecil. Listen, y'all, you all aren't, y'all aren't expendable, okay? You can't go through with me. We're wasting time anyway. Wynn tries to hop down. When Ollie goes over and plucks the cat off of Hudson's shoulder. <coughs> we're trusting you. And puts him down. Wynn nods curtly, hops onto the lip of the fountain, 
and starts to dive into the portal when there is a massive rush of water. You smell salt and just the smell of marshes like from across a distance and water just pours out of it past the lip of the fountain, washing over the concrete. Wynn is swept aside and bashed into the fountain water with a splash. And y'all see on the ground is Cecil. Cecil! Cecil. Uh, so Suri has one hit point left, and that is only because Wynn had bitten her. And even though uh, she had tumbled off and hadn't actually really been able to even push herself to her feet when everybody was talking about going through. But as soon as she sees Cecil, ah, uh, she's on her feet and 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 like taking those few steps over to get to them because there's only one thing she can do, and that's that's got to be to heal, try try to heal them, however much she can. I get, um, Cecil, roll them over, roll them over. Ollie does his best to position Cecil how Suri wants. I'm unconscious, right? Cecil, please roll a constitution saving throw. Okay, uh, well, this is important. So I'm going to use, actually, you know what? I'm going to use my new uh, Nuance Christmas die. Oh, um, make this roll with advantage because of the beetle. Well, Nuance didn't give me two. <laughs> That's true. I did not. You can roll twice. I'm going to. I'm, you know what? I'm also going to use my sparkly uh, yellow Cecil die. Holy shit. I'm going to take a picture of this because I actually didn't get it up to you got a nat 20? Was it on the was it on the new No, one it wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I can't believe you got a nat <laughs> No. That's that's uh, fucking perfect. Yes. Um Cecil. You cough and sputter and spit water onto the ground. <coughs> <coughs> You cough and sputter and spit out salt water. Your entire body is filled with a resonant warmth. And you get up, still transformed, and the water starts to slip from your body to the ground. You're completely dry. Oh, hey, you made it. Are you okay? Uh. Everyone that's looking at Cecil sees a fading ambient glow that goes in and out, in and out, and then fades to nothingness. Cecil doesn't say anything yet. Cecil is just sort of blinking and looking up at everyone. You're right. Ollie, like, gets down onto Cecil's level, and he's like, like, looks like he's torn between being furious and being relieved. Like, he's like, what What happened? What did you do? Why, why did you push me through the portal? Are you okay? I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just really glad you're okay. Wait, where's the beetle? The what? 
oh. Wow. You know, I appreciate a good entrance, but not getting soaked. Wynn crawls up the side of the fountain, just soaking fucking wet. Just, just, just drenched. Like, he's slightly longer furred than a normal cat, like a medium long hair. And like, it's all just drooping. He looks kind of like a drowned rat and sits on the lip and just sort of shakes out. Kind of at, at, at when chastising sort of shakes as well, but not, not like a cat, just like orient, orientating themselves shake and then starts to sort of straighten up. Well, you're not a real Looks cat anyway. <laughs> what do y'all mean I'm not a cat? Meow. Meow meow. Yeah, that's fake. What if what if we didn't actually start fighting right now? We're not in the fight. I'm just clarifying. I'm glad you're okay, kid. Pulled some brave shit in there. You could have died. I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I'm fine. Fine. Stands up. Yeah, I'm fine. Hmm. You were literally glowing. We're all kind of doing some weird magic stuff and gestures at everyone's appearances. Hudson, sorry, you look... Uh, I don't take this the wrong way, but you look awful. No. no. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Gives another thumbs up. Can Suri and Hudson give me a constitution saving throw, please? Um, I have an 18 on the die. I've got a 16. Both of you are nearly dead on your feet, but you feel the threads of energy that are holding this transformation up start to waver and flicker, but you're managing to keep them up, though you don't really know how. Never skip leg day. Honestly, I'm surprised that any of you have your transformations up. It can be really hard to maintain the first time, and... Even the second. What is this? Oh, the transformation? Did I not say? No. No, th there was a distinct lack of, of explanation. Oh, well, I I'm sorry. I, um, well, there was the need to get the items and then the need to get out. And I kind of thought that was a problem. You know, why not I just tell you now? I'll tell you now. But now good? No, now no, is great. Now, right, okay. now great, great. great. Um, so... You are the bearers of the artifacts of the heroes from long ago. Oh, I should also say, um, you're not all of them. We didn't have a full crew going in, which is why we had to run. Otherwise, we wouldn't have stood a chance. We would have stood a chance against that water elemental. You're all powerful enough. It's just, there are other artifacts that now that they've been, you know, awakened, are gonna seek out different owners. So, but you, you four are the first. Uh, Do they get their own cat? Their own cat? Fuck no, I'm one of a kind. God damn it. Are you going to be able to find, find them the way you found us? Oh uh, no, something just told me that I had to, uh, um, what, why did I just get you for? What do you have to do with all this? 
Everyone roll a perception check. Ollie, since you're the most cohesive right now, I'll let you roll with advantage. Coherent, most coherent right now, not cohesive. Uh, Sir is urging to not fight. Cecil has stopped arguing with Wynne is just kind of dagger eyes and occasional nostril flaring. All right, Cecil? Seven. Sorry? Uh, a 16 again. Hudson? Five. On a perception check? I know. He's what? just tuckered out. <laughs> Hudson <laughs> only, no, but Hudson only ever kills the perception checks when the rest of us fail. That's true. It's fair. And, yeah. and then he's just like, I'm one with the universe. And we're like, Hudson, sure, honey. Of course you are. Ollie? I also have a 16. Suri and Ollie, you look at Wynn real close. And since you both have talents in magic, um, including Suri having arcane magic right now, um, which you may not have processed. Nope. You see this sort of ghostly mist hovering around Wynn's eyes that trails down his back. It's gray in color and sparkling, and it fades after a moment. Well, uh, I, um, I'm not really sure, but I knew I needed to wake y'all up. What? Uh, Something wrong? Looking at me like I grew three feet and look like a gorilla. Y'all trying to call me ugly? No, no, no. No, no, I have Ricky for that. Um, excuse me? Ricky's the one who never mind um who the fuck is ricky this this is ricky but but not the you gesture to something that isn't there oh ricky uh reminder ricky hasn't been there since you fell where's ricky usually he just comes back but i'm sure he'll be I think there might be some sort of enchantment or something on you that prevents you from fully remembering. Oh, you saw it too? Yes. So you say that and Wynne stares at you for a moment and this is something all of you can see and a white haze goes over the cat's eyes and then disappears. Uh, I'm sorry, you say something? I'm just looking for for Ricky. Uh, Is Ophidian still on Suri's arm? Yes. So, so we have these artifacts, and we're heroes? Well, I mean, you gotta do heroic things to be heroes, but yeah, I guess you could say so. Oh, Cecil! 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah? I'm fine. It's like that show- Huh? What? It was like that show, Gun Boy. Space gun boy, guns and space boys, where they like all get their special robots. Except for robots, we get cool costumes. Well, and a cat. I, 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 sort of, but you know, the genre is actually, uh, you know, if if you if you have to wear a robot, then the genre is different than if you transform. Never mind. Yes, you're right. So, as riveting as this discussion of giant fictional robots is um y'all may want to check your 
Creed's phones because I think it's a certain time of night and y'all ain't gonna find some happy ones, some happy messages. Oh, I lost my phone. Oh no. And my car. What time is it? What time? Do I have my phone? Does this thing have pockets? This costume has pockets! Whoa. <gasps> That's a girl's okay. favorite thing. So you open up the phone and you try to look at the time, but you can't see it because it's covered by 63 message alerts. Three are from your mother. The rest are from your father. Oh! And Suri just throws her phone. Roll... Um... Roll luck to see if your phone shatters. That's not a good face. I got a seven. Seven is lucky. Seven is a lucky number. Your phone falls onto the pavement and shatters into three distinct pieces. So, Sir Sissa, when you drop your phone and you start to feel the panic come on, you go poof and your transformation is gone. Is there an actual poof? Like a glitter yes. cloud or something? Yes. Yes! So there Suri is in the tattered remains of her party outfit staring at her phone I'd say like it's a snake and about to bite her but that would actually be a really like a much better outcome than what this is oh, and she's just kind of staring at the remains of her phone like, oh no oh no so uh are y'all okay cause uh define okay it doesn't well, look like most well, I mean, so those transformations are real tax in the first time. I'm honestly surprised you've been able to maintain it this long. Uh, maybe you should cut it. How, how do we do that? You just will yourself to not be transformed anymore. Oh, oh, you just use our brains. Okay. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> Hudson is delayed. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> Hudson's detransformation is not delayed. Hudson uh, is thinking really hard right now. The rest of you detransform. Um, well, I'm sorry. Ollie and Hudson, you detransform. Ollie with the glitter of starlight, and Hudson with the sound of a distant wolf's howl. Cecil, do you release your transformation? Yes, Cecil tries really hard. And then kind of opens one eye and then realizes, oh, you have to relax. And then relaxes <laughs> and let's go. With a sound like shattering crystal, the transformation is lost in a glitter of shards. Well, that was really strange. Uh, I'm glad we're all okay-ish. Hudson's going to sit Go down ahead. after he transforms just very heavily, like, all like 200 and something pounds of him just like collapsing. Cecil will, if anyone is paying attention, make a kind of motion, like, swiveling towards Hudson, like, like they might be 
ready to like offer some sort of comfort, but then snap their their hands back, rethinking that. I'm not glistening anymore. Shut it's up! So shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Cecil, do you check your phone? Very sheepishly after seeing all of that happen with Suri. It's just kind of like a pulls it out of their pocket and like squints down at it. Not super wanting to look. There are three messages. And they're all from Jenny Hex. Your mother hasn't even called you. Do you check the messages? Uh, so these Chris phones, do they have previews of what the texts contain or just the notification that a text has happened? Both. What's the, what's the first line? I think maybe we should stop. Cecil's going to do that thing where they just kind of flick at the message, delete the entire thread, put the phone in their pocket, walk over to everyone else. What? Cecil, you were really brave. You're still tall, right? No. No. No, okay. Uh. Um. No, it's. uh, So that was weird. (laughs) Yeah. Should we go somewhere not in the middle of the park? should probably go home. Oh, wait a minute. It, that was actually awesome. Yeah. I mean, something really, really awesome just happened to all of us. Like, we could just take a minute with that. I mean, this is a good thing, right? Yeah, we're like the chosen ones. To chosen to do something. I guess. I don't know what. Uh, sorry. Uh, why don't... Why don't you come over to my place and... Then you can just tell your parents that you told them where you were going and they just forgot. Well, not to mention, I mean, didn't a bunch of people see us fall into cavern and think we're dead uh, they, they they know where I was supposed to be and when I'm supposed to be home they don't forget things like that they um uh I um no Ollie's right this was a natural disaster we should okay. go to the hospital good idea oh yeah oh yeah i still hurt real yeah bad. yeah yeah I- I'll- ollie and i will drag you both into the hospital you're all so hurt we crawled out of that cave-in yeah and that's that's where we all were it's the hospital and then i can call my parents from the hospital because your phone's broken and the hospital because f- it broke in yes. the cave-in <sighs> See, this is a way better lie. 
<laughs> Cecil, okay. you're so smart. Yeah, I mean, it was Polly's idea, really. Hmm. It uh, totally so wasn't. For the first time, Suri is going to actually like make eye contact with Ollie and then remember healing Ollie and then turn as red as her complexion will let her and immediately not look at Ollie anymore, ever, possibly forever. What is our clothing situation like? You're in the same clothes that you were wearing when you went to the temple. Uh, they are torn and damaged from the fall. Though not as much as you would expect. Plus, from the damage from the fight with Grange and Ned, and also from the water elemental, you it doesn't look like the water elemental damaged your clothes because of the magical effects, but any damage that it had done before that, for those of you who hadn't transformed, is definitely present. You don't look good. Yes. Oh, I've never been so happy to be bedraggled. Uh, Hudson's shirt has lost all of its buttons. <laughs> Some of them are torn. <laughs> Convenient. Uh, um, he looks around. He finally sits back up off the ground. Um, wait a minute. Didn't I have my car here somewhere? Not at the park. Oh no, it's, oh. it's pretty far from here. Okay, hang on, I'll just call a cab. And then he reaches down to grab the phone that's not in his pocket. He goes, nope, not gonna call a cab. Oh, I, I can. Could we, uh, I guess, I don't have a good sense of how big this town is. Never mind, scratch that. I don't want to walk anywhere. I don't want to walk to the end of the park. Never mind. It's okay, buddy. I'll carry you. You don't look like you're in any... Shh. One floppy hand reaches out to pat you on the side of your face very awkwardly. <laughs> Suri just gets palm on her face. If both Hudson and Suri look like they're about to kind of collapse at any moment, uh, Cecil will go up to Hudson and kind of gingerly look as if they're trying to, to spot him. Just awkward sort of hands out. Like, confusion on their face. Not sure if this is helpful. Hudson gives a very slow double high five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did it, Cecil. Good job. Right. You Cecil just kind of looks at their hands and then puts them back down to their sides. Right. Ollie has uh, pulled, up, uh, pulled out his phone and ordered a cab service to come pick them up and bring them to the hospital. Ollie, roll to see if you have funds in your account to pay the cab. I have 400 gold pieces. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Cut that out. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Never mind. It's been a really good night for Ollie. Okay. So, you know, Ollie, that there are no cars allowed in the park. So to get a cab, you would have to meet them at the entrance to the park. Oh, uh, we've got to walk to the entrance, uh, and it says it'll be here in a few minutes, so we should get going. Uh, Ollie walks over to Surrey and, like, offers her an arm. 
So she will attempt to take his arm without looking, and she will fail at it. Uh, so then she will glance up for the barest amount of time necessary in order to successfully take his arm, and in so doing will meet his eyes, and then pretty much immediately glance away back down at the ground. That's okay. Um, did you... Never mind. Uh, right. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, teenagers. <laughs> teenagers? Uh, I've seen Ren do this. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, Nuance. I've seen you do it too. I mean, I, that's why I was laughing. I was just glad to be out of the line of fire for a moment. Long enough to take a drink. Not both of you. <laughs> Voice of Sarasissa, here to tell you about Light Fox Studios. Look, it's hard enough to love your body, and harder still to love the parts of it, marks, scars, even scales, that the whole world tells us are wrong and should be covered up. Light Fox helps you stop focusing on those so-called imperfections and start accepting all of your parts, even though that can be really hard. It's actually something I still struggle with, which is why I'm booking a session with Light Fox in 2021 post-COVID. The studio is queer-owned, anti-racist, gender-affirming, and accessible. Their mission is to offer body-positive photography to empower all bodies, not just straight, cis, white, or abled. If you can get to the Boston area for fun, validating intimate portraits, 
head to lightfox.studio slash fasttimesdnd. And anyone who books through that link gets $100 off their session fee, $300 off any collection, and hopefully a new appreciation for themselves. Hello, I'm Avalon. And I'm Diana. And we are the co-hosts of Femsplained Podcast. Femsplained is a queer femme nerd podcast where we share our experiences in nerd culture, one fandom at a time. Join us and our awesome guest Femsplainers as we explore topics such as... Toonami, D&D, accessibility in LARPing, Buffy, Animorphs, Dragon Age, Coheed and Cambria, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Peter Pan. You get the idea. Oh, wow, I'm really proud of you. Uh, <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, you can find us currently wherever podcasts are podcasting. Now enjoy this podcast, which is almost certainly better than ours. Bye. Ali, you take Cerasus's arm and sort of help her balance her way out of the park. And Hudson and Cecil, you follow. And when you get to the entrance, a cab is waiting. There is a half-orc driver with light brown hair and these very thin glasses. And he opens the doors for you and says, Hi! Wait. Are you all teenagers? Why are you out so late? You don't look of age. We had an accident. We need to oh, go to Oh, I, I, you do. Okay, I'm gonna take you to, okay. Again, just get in the car. Just get, get, get in the car. Get okay, in. okay, okay. Don't worry about the blood stains. I know how to get them out. Let's go. Thank you. Suri does make sure to grab her broken Chris phone off the gravel, but she okay. also takes some of the gravel. Now there's proof. So you drive from the park further into downtown until you get to the Cadence Hospital. You all know that the Cadence Hospital is not exactly the most critically acclaimed in the country. That would be in Reina, the capital of Aria. But it's not bad. It's a very, it's like, it's like three brick buildings, the kind that you get when someone designs something in a hurry to get down for utilitarian purposes. Not fancy at all. And the driver stops in front of the ER and holds the door open for all of you and says, do you need me to get like a wheelchair or anything? Um, Can I help at all? That's like really nice of you, but I think we're gonna be okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, I, me. I don't want to be responsible for a lot of, like, there's a bunch of hurt kids here. I, I kind of, you know, all right, um, just be safe and um, I'm going to walk you in. That's just what's going to happen. That's just, it's, I'm just, I'm just going to do that. So he helps walk you all through the ER doors. You get into the ER room. There is a half circle desk with a few nurses doing sort of pre-triage work. You see one woman, a very beautiful, extremely gorgeous woman with 
long, long, long wavy black hair bound in a ponytail and almost entirely dark eyes. Like there's very little sclera that's white. It's mostly black. And she has little stars across the sides of her cheekbones. It's very hard to tell her age, but she looks up at all of you and drops the clipboard she's holding and like rushes out past the desk and comes up to you. What happened? And the taxi driver looks at, I I don't know what happened, but they should be able to tell you what happened. We were in a cave-in, but we got out. You're the other ones in that cave-in? We're treating other patients. They told us that you, there was, uh, um, come with me, come come directly in now. My name's Elimina, I'll be taking, uh, just follow me, follow me. Ollie hangs back for a sec to give the driver a, a gold piece. What are you doing with a gold piece? Just take it. No, 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 mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I no. insist. Thank you. No, I'm helping you. Fine. Good. Take care of yourself, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Go. Get some treatment. Hudson's gonna follow the very sexy lady down the hall with, like, a, a nice dreamy, dazed look in his eyes. So, um, you may call me Elamina, but I'm Dr. Lux. I've been filling in at the front desk while we are short-staffed. We had other patients come in that's... There's a boy by the last name Grange that's here. Um, Edwin Grange. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. His first name is Edwin? Uh, And, um, uh, please, um, come with me. We will... We'll do triage within the ER, especially since we need to assess if you have any broken bones. I'm surprised that any of you can walk. Follow, just, just come. So leads you into the ER and sets you up each in um, individual like curtained off areas. And eventually a nurse, um, a tiefling with gray skin and like dark gray horns comes in, takes each of your vitals checks you for broken bones and other sort of injuries, fractures, internal bleeding. And eventually, um, Illumina comes in to each of your rooms and says essentially the same thing. You are incredibly lucky to have survived this with very little injuries. Uh, Lacerations, of course, but there's no internal bleeding. There's no broken bones. Uh, we need to have you all do a CAT scan to make sure that that's true. I hope you know you're all very lucky. Cecil is incredibly resistant to to being admitted to the hospital, uh, especially because Cecil has almost no damage. Uh, but every time they try, Cecil will will just flat out refuse because they don't want their mother to have to deal with hospital bills. Darling, you you should still get checked out. No, so you, uh, I'm fine because I'm a druid and I have you know rock magic, so I I was fine. Well, I have what a druid is, and I also know that there are limitations to what magic can do. And if you have any internal bleeding or punctured a lung or any type of other injury that's beneath the surface, you could be in serious trouble. Uh, there, I didn't, is there a reason I, I, I didn't that you cannot even be admitted? Get hit. 
I didn't even get hit by any rocks. I, I pushed it away. The only thing I had was just a lick on my, my face. That's, you know, just, it'll go away. Is this an insurance issue? No. Roll deception. Very believable. <laughs> no. That was a very good no, though. No. No. What? Fuck. No. no. Uh, five. Illumina <laughs> sighs. And then looks back at you. I just wanted to make sure they were good and safe. I picked them up. Darling. I'm good. Sit down. We're going you... to ad- we are going to admit you. I don't think you can treat me without my, my mother's permission. I'm sixteen. Will you provide your, will you provide your mother's information so I may call her? I know the number. I know the no. Number. She just she tilts her head. To, she tilts her head to the side and just crosses her arms. I'm waiting. It's my <laughs> wait a minute. Father's name is. Mm-hmm. I forgot what I put my father. Oh shit! Look it up. <laughs> Oh, it's right on the uh, my, my my father's name is Corin. He is a professor at Lothmorin. Go ahead and try to reach him. Corin. Uh, <laughs> and the last name? Oleander. Cecil. Hudson. Corin Oleander. Uh, I see. Uh, yes. Awkward. This wouldn't happen to be the same corn oleander that died a few years ago in a horrific accident, would it? This is real awkward. Bye. And Cecil's gonna run. Dot, you. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Elamina. You have scared away a patient, and now a child could die. While this is happening, I'm going to stealth so I can follow Cecil out. Roll stealth check. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's like 25. You use Cecil as the biggest distraction, and you slip out of the door back into the waiting room, and then no one's looking for you at all. And out into the street. Okay, I'm gonna follow Cecil wherever they go. Okay, we'll get to you. Illumina eventually comes back to Hudson. Hey. Most of your tests are fine, but we do need to do a CAT scan on you. The uh-huh. young person that you came in with. Yep. I, I did not get their name. Uh, the half orc. Oh, that's great. What What is their name, darling? Hudson is just like. <laughs> Not really listening because he's just like all starry eyed. Um, and he's just like, Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> like, answering, What is your friend with the glasses' name? Oh, uh, uh, who, who, uh, do you know them? Oh, oh, yeah, Cecil. Sorry, no, I was just. Uh, Cecil, well, uh, your friend Cecil has left against medical advice. 
So I strongly suggest that if we release you, you take care and try to convince them to come back if they show any symptoms whatsoever. Yeah, I could carry them back if you want me to. I... I... I think an ambulance would be more appropriate. Uh, I don't know that I could drive an ambulance. Okay. Okay, you... Um, you're the first to get the cat scan because I fear you may be concussed. I don't want to worry you, but um, a tech will be along shortly to bring you to be examined. All right? Okay, no. So, now, so now, you're not going to examine me. Sit down. Do not lay down. Okay. Because if you if you fall asleep, it's it, it could cause some problems and exacerbate your injury. Uh-huh. Don't Don't fall asleep. All right, wicked. Yeah. All right, I'm going to check on your other friends. What? What? Wasn't there? Wasn't there another boy with you? A a like dark-haired mohawk? Oh uh, yeah, probably. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and Illumina leaves the room and goes to Surrey. <laughs> Suri has been so good. You could hear that, by the Suri. way. You were all in the same row, and there's it's, there's only cloth dividers. Yeah, no. Uh, Suri has requested um, hospital. She's like, can I? She, like somebody brings her hospital gowns. She is so so happy to have them because her mother does not need to see her in any of the clothing she was wearing. Um, yeah, she she gives her name. She gives her, like all of, all the information that they need. She is in fact like, is it possible that someone from the hospital could could call my parents? Um, just let them know I'm here, and then whatever tests we need to do, like the more tests that we need to do, that's fine. No, I'll, I will sign up for that. There's a cat test that they're gonna do. I um, your I have a question. Did you have another friend besides the young person with the glasses, the blonde uh, elf, and you? I mean, there, there were four of us. That's what I thought. Apparently, two of you have gone missing. Someone will be able to contact your parents shortly. In fact, we are... If you can give us the information, we will take care of it as soon as possible. Yes, please. I'm so sure they're worried. And my Chris phone got destroyed. Um, could we leave that? Uh, like maybe put it in a medical bag just so that they can see that that, that it was destroyed and I couldn't call because otherwise I would have. But um, All yeah. right. Um, Thanks. Just to warn you. And unfortunately i did not get to tell your friends but since they will appear on cameras they will you will most likely be approached by the police either while you're staying here or at your homes the cave-in was a problem and it is how do i put this illegal to enter the train graves so to speak i believe that's a colloquial term for them or uh- I think so. Um, <clears throat> pro- pro- probably. Uh, that is what they are called. I, I don't really go to parties. Uh, this was my very first party. 
Um, and I, I don't think I'm gonna go to one again, uh, cause parties apparently equal, um, you know, cave-ins, and, and that's bad. That's, that, that's bad. We don't have to tell the police? Or my parents? We just, what if we just didn't tell my parents? The, if the police need to talk to me, they can do that before, while well, you're calling my parents. That's fine. I will give all the statements. So, Sissel, was it? Yes, ma'am. The police are going to consult with your parents as far as whether they can speak to you in the first place. You are a minor. And currently under duress, I, I, which I, means that we, the medical staff, can't allow you to be questioned unless they bring you to a station or is a parent present. It's policy. That is not a good policy. I think that should be reviewed and revised. Um, Please give me your parents' information. And Suri just rattles them off, because she's exactly the kind of girl who would not only have her parents' numbers memorized, but several of her parents' numbers memorized. Okay, darling. There will be... We are going to get you admitted as soon as possible, and we will contact your parents. And she walks away. Cecil, you have just left the hospital. The city streets are dark, and you are downtown. Unbeknownst to you, Ollie follows behind. Cecil, what do you do? Is it feasible that I could just run home from here? It would take you bare minimum walking an hour and a half. You live a almost... You are just shy of fully across town from where the hospital okay. is. Uh, so Cecil is going to run until they think that there's no chance that the hospital people are going to chase them or care. And then uh, slow to a walk and just start walking home. Okay. You get about as far as mid-downtown to Main Street. Ollie, do you continue to follow? Yeah. Okay. Ollie. But once we're a fair distance from the hospital, Ollie's like, hey, why up? Wait, wait, why'd you follow? Don't you need to. What? Be checked out? No, I'm fine. Are you fine? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm. I'm walking home. Oh, uh, uh, me too, I guess. Okay. I don't know where you live, so. Both of you roll a perception check. 16. 12. Okay, both of you see, rolling up in front of you, is the taxi from earlier. The guy rolls down his window and looks at you. I was going to come back at the end of my shift to make sure that everything was okay. Um, did they release you already? Yeah, uh, we're both all right. Would you mind giving us a ride back home? I could pay. Uh, just get in. I'm, I'm not going to charge a bunch of kids that just got injured. It's fine. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, 
the city's dangerous at night. I mean, it's no requiem, but like, get in the car. Where do you two live? Across town. Okay, both of you? Yep. All right, let's get going. He starts driving off. I'll, I'll give him my actual address. So, uh, you two seem pretty blue. That have to do with the injuries or something else? Uh, don't feel bad if you don't want to talk to a random taxi cab driver. I know that me coming back and then offering you a ride might be creepy, but I really just was worried. Cecil just kind of looks at Ollie. No, I, um, really appreciate it. Uh, I more like kind of just wanted to, uh, make sure that my friend's good and then uh yeah all right well i'll get you home and then you know check in on your friends tomorrow everything's easy squeezy right thanks a lot no problem then he drives along first stopping at cecil's house Cecil will get out of the car, kind of give Ollie a a look like Ollie also gets out of the car leaving a gold piece on the in a on the, on the floor mat, kind of just tucked slightly under the floor mat so the cab driver will find it later. Stay safe you two. Peace. Thank you. Oh, do you live near here? Uh, yeah. All right, well. Uh, listen, are you all right? Yes, I really didn't get hurt. I... So it was very, very useless to go to the hospital for me. I just, you know. I heard, um, what you said about your dad. That was stupid. I, I, I just thought that maybe if... if they, they tried to call and, and didn't get anybody then I would have to be admitted and it, I was I was flailing <laughs> yeah um that's really rough I'm really sorry that's fine that's <laughs> Cecil looks very uncomfortable uh, my dad died too Oh. Well, uh. Ollie just gives Cecil a hug. Cecil freezes. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the. You know, top five shitty clubs to be involved in. So, uh. High five in Dead Dad Club, I guess. I don't know. This is a weird bonding experience. I'm sorry, not trying to make it awkward. Um, do you uh, yeah. have your phone? 
All right. Well, text me if you need anything. I'll probably be up Did for a bit still. Break? Well, uh, this is my house. All right. Good night. Uh, good night. Uh, Cecil goes goes inside to a dark house and just slumps down on the floor. Just what I was about to say, your mother is not home. Ollie, what do you do? Um, Ollie walks down to the Heaven Deluxe apartment and sends texts to Surrey and Hudson's numbers, even though he knows that neither one of them can check their phones right now, um, but just sends texts checking in with them. Um, and then uh, flops down on a couch that's outside the Heaven Deluxe apartments and sleeps there. So you sleep outside? Yep. Okay. Suri and Hudson. It's about an hour before anything happens. And in that hour, eventually you two are both moved up to the upper floors for um, non-urgent care, but you've been admitted just so that they can have enough time to do CAT scans and whatever else they need. Sarasissa, you end up in a room by yourself. There's another bed in there, but there's no one there. Hudson, you walk in and with the nurse and open the door and you see on the far side is Grange. He is currently trying to take a sip out of a juice box and his leg is elevated above his head and he has bandages around his bare torso. And he just takes a sip of juice, looks at you, goes back to his juice, and looks at you again. What the hell are you doing here? I'm getting cat scanned. Like you do at a hospital? Sounds fake, but okay. What what good does a cat do for scanning? I don't know. Tell the hospital people. Maybe it's a magic cat. Maybe I will. When I get out of here, I'm going to... Grange starts to try to move and like the limb can't move down and he starts to fall over and the nurse goes, ah, da, da, da. you need to stay still and calm. Otherwise you could exacerbate your injuries. I don't want to stay calm. Well, you need to, you need to stay calm. But I don't want You're going to stay calm. Have I made myself clear? Yes. Now play nice with your new roommate. Hudson, if you would please get in the bed, make yourself comfortable. Thanks, miss. You're welcome. Around the same time that that interaction happens, there is no knock at Sarasis's door. There is just a burst open and Sophistra and Zalmirez Tezkazi burst in in all the pomp and arrogance that they are known for. Sir Sissa, you're in the hospital. We heard there was a terrible accident. What ha- what happened to your phone? Oh, uh, the, it got destroyed in the cave-in. The cave-in. Um, Why were you I- in some place that could cave in? Where were you? What were you doing? Sorry. 
has the unfortunate realization that she has not prepared sufficiently for this conversation. We're waiting. I, y- yes, ma'am. I, I apologize. Um, there was a gathering of students and it ended up um, a gathering there, of students? Do you mean yes, ma'am? a party? You went to a party with commoner students? It, it wasn't originally intended to, to, to be like that. I had gone to, uh, we were actually studying a book that we got out of the library about the founders, but then I guess it just kind of spiraled, and that is sort of where I guess we ended up. Uh, but originally it had just been meant to be the study group because of the founders that we so were studying. So what you're saying, dearest daughter, is you lied to us. No, I, there, I did intend, there was the study group I told you about that we- No. It is really impressive that of all the things that I thought you could end up being, you know, a disappointment to the family, shame to our bloodline, I never thought you'd be a liar. And yet here we are, a second lie in as many weeks. Don't worry, my dear. You rest up, get assessed by the finest doctors. We have quite good insurance. And when you get home, we'll discuss what is to be done, won't we? Yes, ma'am. Of course, ma'am. Now, I'm sure you can handle giving your information to anyone that needs it. I strongly suggest that unlike with your dear family, you don't withhold any information. No, ma'am. Very good. You worried us sick. And quite frankly, my scales do not need to be dulled with worry for a pure blood like you. Of course not. You're right. Samiraz, honey, let's take our leave. And Sophistro stomps out clack of sharp heels against the floor. Salmiraz gives you one last glare and then turns around, walks out the door, slamming it on the way out. I'm okay. Doesn't seem like there's anything lastingly bad. Okay. I'm actually going to cry. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> let, let it all no. out, girl. Whew, that was... <sighs> I'm supposed to make you cry, damn it. She's just a girl. Yeah, but now I'm a liar. I'm a liar girl. Um, about a half hour later, there you hear Hudson outside your door, a, like, tirade of people. 
and the doors open and you see Typhesia with several people of her entourage, both men that have hung out around her and she's very clearly sleeping with, as well as like some of her photographers who aren't carrying cameras, but they seem very worried. Hudson, what happened? I was so worried. Are you okay? Can I get you anything? A cookie? (laughs) We were all so worried. Bryce, my photographer, was so sick with it. I actually was quite worried and quite fond of you. See? Oh, tell us what happened. Apparently there was a big search and everything. But they didn't find anything at the base of the cliff. I'm sorry to worry you, Mom. I'm okay now. I'm just a little banged up. Oh, they're gonna have some cat scan me in a minute just to make sure that my brain's okay. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. Really, that's a great idea. We should... We should get you a CAT scan, maybe even an MRI. Do the cats do the MRI too, or is that... You see Typhesia pauses for a second. Oh no, you do have a concussion. Oh no, where's the doctor? Bryce, get the doctor. Get the doctor now. I'm I'm going. All of you, go get the doctor. I'm so distraught. And she sort of like faints, but faux faints into a chair. (laughs) Oh, who's the other person that's here? You look over and you see Grange is like staring bug-eyed forward and like sneaking glances at your mother and then looking bug-eyed forward and just looks really sweaty. And he's also like partially looking at you, then her, then you, then her, and then looking away. He's not having a Surrey style fan fiction moment right now. Oh, little boy, are you hurt too? Was it the accident? Um, it, um, uh, uh. Oh no, the poor thing can barely speak. What a horrible turn of events. Can I get you a cookie too? I'm, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Mom, you're making him nervous. Look. I'm making him nervous? I don't know that he's ever spoken to a woman before. (laughs) Oh, you poor thing. Even people who are of a specific sexuality should still communicate with people of all genders and experiences. You're so smart, Mom. I love you. I love you too. Let's wait for the doctor. Grange looks distraught. And eventually the doctors come in. They take you both to get CAT scans. Siri, your parents don't come back. I did not expect them to do so. Typhesia, on the other hand, spends the whole night with Hudson, except when she comes in to see Suri. At this point, her entourage has left, except for the two bodyguards that normally are posted by the doors. Oh, Sir Sissa, you were injured too? Uh, are, are you looking for Hudson? He's not 
No, I already found my boy. We're waiting for the results of the MRI and the CAT scan. What are your injuries? Is there anything I can do for you? Suri is still processing that an adult has come to check in on her who is not a physician. Oh, are you here for your dress? Oh no, it got so ruined. I'm so sorry. The dress? You, the dress you loaned me? Oh. Oh, and the shoes. I ruined your shoes. I ruined all of the nice things you gave me. I'm so sorry. Don't worry about it. I got that for free from a designer. It's fine. Then, is there something you need from me? I'm here to see if you're okay. She walks over and sits by your bedside and sort of strokes your cheek. How are you feeling? Suri's face has gone from blank incomprehension, like I don't, does not compute, to when she puts her hand on Suri's face. Suri just looks at her for like probably maybe two, three, four seconds, and then just bursts into tears because it has been a night and she did not expect this kind of kindness from her parents. She knows her parents. But at the same time, she kind of hoped that they would at least ascertain that she was okay before the recriminations started. And this woman she has now met like twice is here be- just because she cares. She is just she is just breaking down and sobbing. Oh, honey, come here. Rest your head upon my bosom. Oh, darling. Oh, oh. I have a cookie if you want it. I got some for my son. Where are these cookies from? I would like this cookie. Oh, here, have it. It's so moist. Picture her having like this massive designer bag with a jar of cookies <laughs> in it. I love it. Yeah, no. Uh, Sarah's just gonna cry probably for a while. Oh, honey. Like, and in her head, she realizes that no one has held her like this since she was very little. Like, this is probably the first time someone has hugged. Suri has cried many, many times over her life. This is the first time that someone has ever held her while she's cried, at least since she started school, probably. Oh, honey, where are you? Where are your parents? Oh, no. Oh, don't answer. Uh, I can tell that's not a happy thought. Oh, sweetheart. I know what it's like to have. Anyway. You're always welcome in my home anytime in fact I think my son thinks you already live there I haven't really been able to uh, correct that it concerns me a little but he's so sweet he, he means so very well so it just if it makes him happy I don't mind okay you know Maybe you should get some rest. I'm not I'm not leaving. 
Hudson's okay. He's already asleep. But I think you need me right now. So just, she strokes your head, strokes your hair. Just go to sleep. I'll be here when you wake up. You're gonna stay? Why wouldn't I? And again, just that look of blank incomprehension turning into just such a deep heartbreak. And Suri just, she's gonna go cuddle down into bed and actually kind of roll over and face the wall because she doesn't want Typhesia to see that she's still just crying silent tears into her pillow. Before you fall asleep, as things are going dark, please roll a perception check. Oh, all right. Um, 18. With an 18, just before you're about to go to sleep, you hear Typhesia call over one of the guards that's standing by the door. And though she's speaking in a whisper, you absolutely hear this. Dylan, you're good at looking things up, right? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I served as uh, computer intelligence before I took this job because it pays more. Good. I'd like to use your skills. Please look into the parents of Surasissa Deskazi, because I think I need to have some words with them. This is very, very important to me. Find any piece of dirt they have hiding under any carpet and make sure it's delicious. Got it? How did Absolutely. Sl- how did a Slytherin give birth to a Hufflepuff? <laughs> we I will take care of it soon. I knew I could count on you. Want a muffin? I have a bag full of snacks. Uh, I'm good. I um, Actually, I, I can get started if I... Good. One guard should be enough. Thank you so much. And then you fall asleep, Sarasissa. And that's where we'll end our session. This has been Fast Times with D&D High. I'm Persephone, and you can find me at Persephoroth everywhere online. I'm Caro, and you can find me on all the things at Caromer, spelled with a zero. I'm Nuance, and you can follow me at Shatteraven, R-A-V-Y-N, on Twitter, and Books and Lunch on Twitch. Check out Dungeons and Dratini's My Pokemon Homebrew. I'm Ren, and I live on Twitter at Atomic Firebird. I'm also at Make Believe Live on Twitch, where I run indie system one-shots and do a weekly interview show. I'm Elise, several sentient otters, and I am not on the internet. Don't at me. You can find all of us on Twitter at FastTimesDnd. If you want to support us, please visit us at patreon.com slash FastTimesDnd or ko-fi.com FastTimesDnd. That's D, the letter N, D. If you want to know more about the world, the players, or the characters, check us out at FastTimesDnd.com. 
That's again, D, the letter N, D. Written transcripts of our episodes are provided by Nuance Vivian and Adam Robertson. If you want to help us out, leave us reviews on iTunes and comments on Podbean. Five stars only, key things. Fast Times at D&D High is an Arcanacast production, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Our editor is Derek B. Perry. Our theme song was produced by Derek B. Perry and Ashley Abbott. Our background music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod and David Feslian, licensed under Creative Commons. Find individual track listings in our show notes. And that's all the things. Still don't at me. Tune in next time to see what our heroes get up to. Bye.